welcome to the second episode of Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About with Allie Levine and Amanda Lauren. Allie Levine goes first because she's famous. <laughs> um, I know I used that joke before, but I'll probably use it even more times, so just get used to it. Um, on this podcast, we talk about, um, you know, things we're too lazy to blog about, first world problems. I mean, you know what? I'm really jealous of people who can describe their first world problems in 140 characters or less. Oh, I just can't do that. Like, how is that even possible? I don't even... Like, now... Okay, so there was a thing, I think it was, like, last year, where some... I think she was, like, a stripper in Florida that had a crazy story, and she turned it into, like, 400 tweets, and then someone bought it as a movie, which, by the way, makes me want to die inside. I'm just going to say that. Um, but, <laughs> by the way, follow us on social media, um, <laughs> which does make me want to die inside. But, you know... Honestly, writing is really hard. Editing is really hard. So that's why we're here. That's We're collaborating. We're having a dialogue. And we're talking about things that, yeah, too much work to write down. Um, so today we're going to kick it off with our first world problem of the week, which is we're going to talk about shitty malls. And oh, yeah. first of all, I really dislike malls. And I think part of it I'm is because I'm from... New York. I grew up in the city. Ali did not grow up in grow up in the city. No, I lived in the city after when I started working in fashion. What were the malls like where you grew up? The malls where I grew up were horrible. We had like the Galleria Mall in like Middletown, New York, which like nobody knows what the hell Middletown is, and like literally the city itself being called Middletown just give you an idea. <laughs> um, but I mean, no, Mediocreville, like, right? Mediocreville, New yeah, York. Like, it's just ugh. Uh, the only great mall that was by us that really wasn't a real mall that you know your parents have been to is Woodbury Common. My mom the took outlet. me there in the womb. Yeah, there you go. So you've been there. Uh, I used to go there all the time. As you know, I worked there. and did internships there, and I worked there in sales for, you Wait, know, Wait, I didn't know you worked there. Where yes. did you work? Oh, yeah. I thought we talked about this. We okay. might have, but this is interesting for a podcast. Okay, so I worked at Woodbury Commons for several years. I started at 1928. That used to be an amazing jewelry store that had, like, designer brands and accessories, and it was, like, very, like, vintage and really cool. Wait, I, what was it next to? It was next to... Was it near the big Saks office? Yes, it was. Holy Grail? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it totally Okay, was. I think I know where you... And, like, the... It's, like, a big 1928 size. And now the okay, 1928 it's by the is now Macy's. Like, now they bought it and they sell it. Wait, it's by the Furla outlet. Yeah, it's, like, right yes, over, over there. The corner. By the way, I haven't lived in New York in <laughs> eight years. Um, we're totally still figuring it out. But... Like, sadly, my point of references are still, like, very good. It's a very fancy outlet mall. It's the home of the world's only Chanel outlet, I believe, in there. Chanel and Gucci. Yeah. Like, there's... Oh, they have everything. But every I high high end. 28 first as a sales mm-hmm. associate. Then I worked at Dolce Gabbana. Then I worked for a hot minute off at Saks. And then I moved on to BCBG. And I was an assistant manager there. So I was all over the place in the outlets. And then I actually went back years later and they let me intern there and do like visual merchandising. They actually do the windows for the very commons. It's actually really cool. So I'm a big fan of the very commons. Actually, I'm not anymore, not gonna lie, because it's way too overpopulated. Like They've added so many stores. No shade for very commons, but I liked my smaller very commons that you were talking about that you've been to in the womb. Now it is like literally hundreds and hundreds of stores. And it's like anxiety the moment you walk in. Wait, it's like, have you ever been to Sawgrass Mills in yes. like Fort Lauderdale, Florida? Yes. Which is actually, I believe, the country's largest outlet mall. Is it? 
I know like, I know, but I know the comments is now coming up in the world oh. because there's so many stores and like they literally had to add another parking lot to fit all their guests. And I'm sorry, but like I love tourists, but there are so many freaking tourists. Oh my when you god! Walk in there, you can't even deal. Like it's I'm, really bad. Like Ali's really not lying. No, it's like really really bad. So. That's even become kind of a nuisance. Although, not going to lie, I still, when I go back, like, I'll take my mom. We'll go find one or two little designer bags because you can get them at Offit for such a cheap price. And you can get, like, Valentino and Chloe and, you know, Fendi and all that good stuff. So, still love going there. But the actual outlet, now we, like, pull up to Offit Saks where we used to, like, park and just walk around. Yeah, there's no more of that. So, you know, I, I'm kind of, like, I feel like in a love-hate with Rory Commons I, I haven't been in years. If I go back to New York for a month in August, I might go with my mom. Um, yeah, so you'll you'll understand, and I know you like no, it's, you is my friend. No, but you we will be like, <laughs> but we only go to specific stores. Like I yeah, don't have to go, to go there. Like finding parking because it's become like an LA parking area. And how do they not have ballet there? They do, and it's a shit show. So oh, it's it like worse. Like yeah, sometimes it's like, LA, can yeah, be it's worse. like it's actually worse. And so, but going back to like the other bad malls in my area, like where I grew up, yeah, no, they're like so basic. But you know me, I'm not basic. And the stores are always like so trashy. Like, do you remember like the Joyce Leslie? Like that used to be a store years ago. I'm from Manhattan. No, but okay. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You know what I'm no, talking about. No, I know what Joyce Leslie. Yeah, okay. I, I know. What Joyce so like that would be in like you know the Middletown Mall. Like I just was not a fan at all. Like not gonna lie. Of course, when I was younger, I had nowhere else to go, so we would escape there and like go watch movies and do things you're not supposed to do as teenagers. But you know, I mean, it really wasn't a place to go shop. When I went to shop, my mom was amazing, and she and Dodo, as you know, if I call my grandmother, mm-hmm. she, they would take me to the Garden State Mall in New Jersey, which was a real mall and was kind of equivalent to going out in the city. And we would go shopping in the beautiful mall with beautiful restaurants and a beautiful Nordstroms and like nice places. And yet she was so chic and fabulous when you would shop. Or we would go take a trip to Manhattan and go shop like Amanda Lawrence style. Exactly. No, so I grew up across, not across the street, but I grew up like a 10 minute walk in high heels from Bloomingdale's. Um, But I always kind of like, so my grandmother lived in Florida and I would go, I was a very, very tiny girl. Um, and I was, I can actually still fit into children's clothes, but I, the children's clothes in New York City, I would mostly go to like the Bloomingdale's on the top floor, but I, I always liked, um, I don't know. I always thought it was sort of cool to go to malls as a kid because, like, there weren't any in the city. I mean, there's the Manhattan Mall, but honestly, like, no one shopped there. No one shops there. And I know, like, some people really like Macy's. And, like, that's great. The Macy's in New York is too big. on Macy's. Like, okay, exactly. Macy's on 34th Street. I've maybe been 10 times in my life. And that's honestly a very... I've been there for work when I had to, like, pull for sets. And I was, full-blown anxiety going in there. And I've gone there also to shop. But I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Like, I'm really not. But it's, I'm like, they have, like, I don't know if they still have them. They used to have these, like, wood escalators. And I felt like I was going to die and I was going <laughs> to eat my shoe. Listen, any escalators in Macy's, whether you're in L.A. or New York, are you potentially could die. Because they're horribly made and they're, like, so narrow. And every time I step on, I swear, my heel always gets stuck in a crack. And I always have a moment of, like, oh, my God. Um, like, no, and then you have to, like, go. And it's, like, $25 with the shoemaker. Like, yes, the, the, the leather. <laughs> first world problems. But... No, so LA, you would think, like, would have good malls. LA literally has the worst malls in the entire world. First of all, they decided the mall that's closest to me, I'm just going to say it, I mean, I don't really care, is the Beverly Center, Ugh. which is maybe the third realm of hell. I think I just drove my mouth. 
Okay. First of all, I don't like to shop at the mall, but okay. They have two things in that mall I really like, which are like a three-story Forever 21. Oh, yeah, true. They have the best Forever 21 in the world. Um, And then they have, okay, so this is like something that I do and I don't often tell people. I'm like embarrassed by this and I shouldn't be. Let's hear it. Um. I am a little, because I don't really, I wrote an article about this store for the list, and I don't particularly like this store, unless they want to sponsor the podcast, which in that case, I love Bath and Body Works. But I really like their wallflowers, because all the plugins you get at, like, a drugstore Mm -hmm. are just, like, absolutely, they smell so, like, fakey. So I like the wallflowers, because there's a big choice. You can get ones that smell like coconut. But walking into that store is like getting smacked in the face. So when I need to, like, go there, and I want to, like, do a Forever 21 shop, I end up going to the Beverly Center. Which, let me explain what doesn't make sense. The parking lot in the Beverly Center? I I lose my car every time I go there. Even if I write down... Where the hell I park? I take the pictures parking spot from Ooh, five angles. Really I take pictures from, from five, five angles. angles. Wow, that's and, and what you're looking at down, across the street. I write down street. what I see across the street. I write down what, you know, the number of the spot is. I write down, like, what store I'm next to. Somehow, every time I go find Beverly Center Security, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm that asshole who doesn't know where my car is. Because your parking lot sucks, and I can't find my car. Well, that's, okay, but that's not even the worst of it. Let me explain to you what doesn't make that. That should actually be a first world problem that we talk about, by the way, or how bad the parking lots are in LA and parking in general. And, and parking in general is so that. bad in the city. Yeah. But, okay, this is my problem. Christian Dior and Louis Vuitton and, like, what's it, Tiffany, shouldn't be in the same mall as Hot Topic. Agreed. And this, to me, I feel like Mr. Louis Vuitton. I don't really know who started Louis Vuitton, but I assume assume that's his name. Like, rolling over in his grave next to, like, a fucking Hot Topic. And there's nothing wrong with Hot Topic, although I've never bought anything there, but I feel like it's not the same space. So it's this very, like, high-end and low-end where, like, I would just really like I mean, it's, well, I guess Forever 21, again, but we'll talk more about fast fashion in a bit, but, which is, which is our main topic of the day. But what, what I'm trying to say is that, like, too high, too low, and then there are these weird stores in LA that only exist regionally. Yeah, I know. That have things in there that are just so strange, like, shoes that no one buys, no one is working in the store. No one is shopping in the store. And I'm convinced they are fronts for criminal activity. And they're in every single mall And she in would LA. know because she lived in the city. <laughs> like, no. They're, they're really, like... Shopping mafia. There's got to be, like... They're going to... LA Times. Like, you should uncover... Like, the bizarre mall stores of Los Angeles. Yeah, um, I Really, we, like... What's it called? Like, I'm... Kathy Jean, although people oh, do yeah. talk, that to me is like a very weird store, and I've never seen anyone make a purchase in there. Yeah, that is kind of a strange store, and honestly, I've never impressed any of the jeans or any of the clothes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just shoes. No, they have jeans too. See, I would not walk into one. I checked it out because, hello, I'm a stylist, so I have to no, like go through. I'm Allie, sure unless they've gotten rid of them. I have no but idea. But again, like I haven't been in one in a while. But here's something. So they're renovating this shitty mall, which is, like, the closest mall to my house, okay? So it's, like, you can't find anything. There's no directory. Oh, yeah. It's there's every, no There's directory. scaffolding. And, and everything is so dark. Because oh, my like, God. You get in there. and You, you need think, a Valium. Like, literally, like, you get in there, and you're just, like, 
my anxiety goes from here to the roof because all of a sudden now I finally like mark down where I parked my car and then I go in and I go up and it's like, but wait, I need to go to the seventh level to get to like the main level of the mall. Otherwise you're still in the parking lot. Like it is so confusing. And it's like, I don't feel like, I don't understand how in this day and age, like even when they built it probably in the seventies, no one like thought logically about how elevators work. Like, I understand that, like, okay, so you take houses that were built a long time ago. They Now houses are generally built with open floor plans. True. 20, 30 years ago, they weren't because that was the trend. True. At one point, were shitty elevators a trend? Were, were like, <laughs> not really being able question. to find where the hell your car is a trend? Because um, I, I don't think that that, even for, like, the set, my remote knowledge of the 70s, the time which I was not alive, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. But... This is what I always wonder. In a city like LA, how do we not have like one really good mall? And I actually think there is one really good mall, but it's not in LA. It's in Glendale and it's called the Americana yes. brand. And they're kind of like the Grove, which both of those are really nice outdoor, indoor malls. And I will say like- No, I, I think they're all outdoor. No, doesn't Glendale have that little like- um? No, back. no, no, no. That's a different mall. It's oh, across it the street from the mall. So there's a oh. mall that's an See, old town mall. Because, well, okay, so I used to live in Silver Lake, so that's where okay. I would shop. Yeah, another thing about being in L.A., when you live in certain areas, you don't always go to certain areas. Like, I live in the Valley, not going to say where, but I live in the Valley, and Amanda will trek out for me because she loves me. But a lot of people won't come out to the Valley because they feel like it's super far. But then I have to go to downtown for some clients and people, and that's super far for me, too. So Amanda knows about this mall because she the lives Topanga over in that mall. area. No, oh, no, well, oh no, the Topanga Mall near you actually is really good, except for the fact that it took me forty minutes to park. But <laughs> like the stores themselves are very nice, and it's very clean and it's open. Yeah, it's very yes, open. Sure. A closed mall in a warm climate is a bad idea. I'm with you on that. And I just don't understand. I'm. I just don't understand how like. In a major city, there's not one mall that's really good or the mall to go to. I mean, I guess Century City, but... It's okay. It's, but they're renovating that, too. Yeah, that's... Oh, here's something else. They renovated all the malls in L.A. that were near each other at the same time, which makes... I, I don't understand it. Poor planning. And yeah. it wasn't... Well, L.A. is all poor planning. Like, L.A. Like how much they, they char- they're charging us again for, like extra gas because they, they need to fix the potholes they still haven't fixed. But, okay. And, and they're charging our uh, our DMV registration more next year. Oh, like, I just I know. can't even. By the way, I used to live in, if you, and I'm not trying to get hyper-local, but I lived in Silver Lake maybe five years ago, and there was this treacherous pothole right off the freeway on <laughs> Beverly, on Silver Lake Boulevard, right in, like, on the beginning of it. So if you're in LA, listen, it practically swallows <laughs> up. It's like a sinkhole. That has happened in LA too. Especially they, during five the years, they haven't like done this. In. It's crazy. It's it's a hazard and it's scary. And just just like the malls, they're they're hazards and they're scary. So agreed. I I just would like to go to a nice clean mall ten minutes away from me, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna get I don't think I'm gonna get my my wish. And and this is something else about the mall being shitty. I really like grit, okay? I like underground. I will go to places that are like, huh? Like, why are you here? Things that are, yeah. like, like, Silver Lake was, like, is sort of an up-and-coming neighborhood. And I, 
It's still up and coming. It's still up and coming. No, but I loved it, though. No, I mean, like, look, there was a meth head who lived in my parking lot who ran an illegal car wash out of my spot. I can't even. And I, it was really bad, but, like, I... Hashtag only in L.A. Only in L.A. I have, like, a very high tolerance level for, for grit. The Beverly Center isn't gritty. It's just a massive shithole. It's a shit show. Shitty with character is great. Shitty that's just shitty doesn't work for me. I'm with you. Completely. Um, and we know all of you guys have been to a bad mall. Oh so my god. So when you subscribe, so when you comment on your bad on your bad mall yeah, or so mall is gone and gone why, and like what makes you guys crazy? Like what's your pet peeve of like your worst mall? Of of bad mall bad yeah. mall stories. Like maybe there's only like a pretzel place and no food at your mall. Yeah. Maybe they have C's but not Godiva. I'm sorry, like I like good chocolate, okay? Like if you're gonna get chocolate, like go go for Godiva. Like get the good stuff. There you go. Um, or speaking, like chocolate. Or Lynn. Or we really I like Ritter Sport, which you get it like Trader Joe's. Oh, Although yeah, sometimes the drugstore has it. Mm. Okay, so now we're going to talk about something that's in a mall, which is fast fashion. Um, how to integrate it into your wardrobe. Do you like it? Is it good? Is it bad? You know, what we what we think of fast fashion. So I will shut up and let the stylist go first. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I think everybody has, like, that question is, like, do you get into fast fashion and actually go to the mall? Wait, what's your favorite fast fashion store? Ooh. I even saw. What is your go-to? Probably H&M. Really? Why? Because, to be honest, and everybody always seems, like, so shocked by that, but to be honest, I always find easy basics now I'm not a basic person but basics in your closet is really important like whether it be like a simple little black dress or nude heels or you know a cute pencil skirt they always no matter what they always have the basics that you need and you can walk in quickly without there being a whole shit show of stuff in front of you and go that's the top I need that's the dress I need oh and I could actually add those earrings because they're really cute and they're inexpensive and out the door I go and it's like a hundred dollars or less and I am all about fabulously chic you know, chic for less when I'm dealing with fast fashion. Now, of course, when I'm investing in designer and I'm looking for something particular, then I take more time. But as a fast fashion store, I love H&M. I also love Zara, but sometimes Zara can be very disorganized and uh, a yeah. little pricey and a little crazy. So I aired H&M for my first fast fashion for sure. I I like Zara a lot, actually. But I, only, I do, too. I, I, mean, I just got a jacket from the other day. The I like, ones like in them. L.A. are very... I like the one, the, the flagship on... I'm going to say it's 57th Street, but it's not. It's 59th Street and Lexington Avenue across the street from Bloomingdale's in the city. Like, that's where I'll go to Zara. It's weird. I'm not even in New York that much, but I always go to that Zara when I'm there. I always find the one near me is very disorganized, but they have beautiful stuff. But here's something else. I find that they cut everything a little bit big. Agreed. And I guess that works for some people, but not for me. Right. No, um, I'm the same with me. And it's sort of, and again, you know what Zara has, though? By the what? way, this is like a fun home tip that I didn't think I was going. They have a home line. It's only. Yes, I have heard that. Really cool stuff. It's only online. They have stores, but not in the U.S. If you, by the if you're listening to this and you've been to a Zara, a Zara home store, could you email us or which is below, yeah. or leave it in the comments, comments about like what those Zara store. I really like think that they have 
they had some like furniture, like accent furniture I almost bought. Uh, I didn't end up buying it because I was really nervous it might not work. Oh, okay. I, I'm weird about buying furniture online. Like most of my furniture I, I saw, on, I have one piece of furniture that I bought online, you know, major, yeah, like my, totally. but yeah. I try to, I don't know. I, I like to see it. If it's something major I let, or something I've got to live with for a while, I yeah. like to see and it. And that's why I like, that's a really good point. And so with fashion, when it's like fast fashion, Usually, like, I attribute that in my head as stuff that's not going to be, like, that expensive. Mm-hmm. Things that are potentially could rip, break, whatever, and I'm not going to, like, be upset over because, you know, my Saint Laurent heels, like, snap. Now I have to go deal with it and it's super expensive and that was an investment. It's like, H&M, I know I may only spend, like, a couple, you know, $80. couple bucks. You know, a couple bucks, whatever. And, you know, sometimes $20, whatever it is. But it's like, cool, if it rips, if something happens, like, I move on. Or I give it to somebody or I donate or whatever. But I still like their stuff because it has a certain amount of quality. It does maintain. And they always have, like, the trends. They have your basics. And you can just kind of get in and out. So I'm, I actually am, like, a really big H&M fan. And they're starting to go more organic. And they're changing things up. So, oh, yeah. No, they announced, I think, that they are going to be – I should look this up. But I think it's, like, all organic cotton. Yeah, all organic cotton. Um, by 2018. Mm-hmm. They're switching. And I think that's really cool. And I like that they're just, like, jumping on that bandwagon. And I'm just a fan of them. So, like, just to add that into it, now I'm like, ooh, I may even just shop there more. It's Yeah, it's weird. I'm not an H&M person. And I think it's mainly – although I have to tell you, there's – H, there are different levels of H&M, and H&M is different kind of stores, and I don't know oh, if yeah. people know that. So, like, there's a very um, high-end H&M next to an Equinox, and I used to belong to that Equinox um, when I lived in West Hollywood, and I would stop at that H&M after I worked out and buy stuff all the time. Um, now, I'm not – the one that I'm near is not so high – it doesn't have their higher-end stuff, so I rarely go there. Um I am more though. I'll tell you, I'm more of a Forever Twenty One kind of. I love. I love Forever Twenty One. I, I can't like help it. Okay, so can I just tell you, I don't have any shade to throw at Forever Twenty One except this. Two things. One, when shit is everywhere, especially me as a stylist and being someone that's like very you know visual and aesthetic and everything. When shit is everywhere, and I walk in there and I see things. You know, obviously people put things in the wrong places, but they don't get to it fast enough. And racks have all the wrong stuff shoved in, and sizes are totally off, and things are just all over the place. And this is on the floor, and then the fitting rooms are a disaster, and then the line is to the end of the oh, walk. No. Fit, like I fitting can't, rooms at any fast fashion yeah. store, but for everyone, like it's especially known for making this mistake like they never have enough people man you know the actual fitting and for whatever reason they're standing at the front of the desk with their you know their ipod on and not paying attention oh my God, and i'm I just know. like i walk in and i swear amanda i get full anxiety i'm like oh let me go get my inhaler and my calm pill and work out like mm-hmm. i can't like i go in you there, need a you need like a xanax and a nap and exactly a diet yeah literally and, and and i don't even drink soda but it's like you know i'm just like i need everything just to get through it like the only time I can go in there is if I know I have a full day of, like, nothing to do, which usually never happens, and I can just go in and just, you know, shoot the shit and find what I want and take my time and try stuff on and not get worked up that I'm actually going to be dealing with all the craziness and the fact that I don't have a fitting room for another hour. So, I've, I don't I know how you I've do I think I've been it. kicked, you know what, not kicked out, but, like, Okay, so this is going to sound really, really weird, but when I go shopping... Nothing sounds weird coming from you. This has not happened in, like... This was a few years ago, actually. I like to go... When I go shopping with my mom, I actually have her go in the dressing room with me, which sounds really strange because I'm an adult. It's not really strange. No, I... 
My mom and I go to the restroom together too. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. My mom and I don't, first off, we don't want to have to have two different dressing rooms. No. Maybe be opposite of each other and you can't see each other and see what each other's wearing. Sometimes you have to help each other put something on. Like, I am all for that. Okay. My mom and I, like. It's not totally, just me though. It's not just you. My mom and I totally do that. Actually, a really funny story. My mom's going to be telling me this. But a couple years ago, my mom and I were out at the Topanga Mall. Her big thing is now that I'm out here and her, like, you know, gift to me, mm-hmm. my birthday, is she'll always take me shopping because mm-hmm. we love to go shopping. We do it also in my grandmother's honor. You know, Dora passed away. We'll go yeah. and go shopping because she's the one that always taught me fashion and how to be chic. And so we went shopping <laughs> and we're in Nordstrom and we're trying stuff on and we're in the dressing room. We're in like a huge dressing room too, by the way. It's like might as well be handicapped. It's like enormous. Oh my God. And we're in, we're in this dressing room and we, we're trying this dress on. This is terrible because I'm a stylist. And we're trying this dress on and the way it was like cut and the way like the, like the actual like crisscross in the back and how it's all put together. I can see your face. You're already knowing what this is going to be. Oh, God. We like we get it on, we get it on. Did you rip it? No. Okay. We get it on my mom, and like it's still like all like torn and like not torn, but like twisted, and like oh. we can't figure out how to actually twist it. Wait, it gets better. My mom has to go to the bathroom, and so like she's like hyperventilating at this point because she's not good in like small spaces, meaning small spaces where she feels like I'm giving her claustrophobia because I'm trying to get this dress off of oh, her. Oh God! And this she's is not well. She's <laughs> freaking out, and she's like, I'm going to bathroom. I'm going to bathroom. So anyways. Thank God, no, she did not pee in the dress. But I barely got it off of her for her to go run to the bathroom in that Nordstrom. And that is a perfect example why she shouldn't have been in her own dressing room with something that complicated because, A, she needed me to figure out how to get on her and get it off of her. Or she probably would have peed her pants. So, like, just to your point, that alone, I think, justifies why you go in the dressing room with your mom. <laughs> no, exactly. This is, I, I want my mommy to help me get dressed. <laughs> mommy, help me. Mommy, help me. Um, and, like, We've been in a Forever 21, which, like, I don't, I'm going to tell you, I think it was the one in Union Square um, in New York, and I, they were, like, they got, like, mad at us, and we'd have separate dressing rooms, and now, like, I'll never go into Forever 21 with my mom, but when it's just me, it's weird. I like to just, like, pop in, and I like to go there by myself. I don't like to involve anyone else, and I, I buy things, and I like that they have, first of all, I know that the quality is not amazing like anything you buy there isn't gonna last a hundred seasons but their designs are really cute and sometimes if I'm buying an item that's trendy I don't want to spend a lot of money on it if I know like this is literally just for a season but mind you here's something else I have things from forever 21 that I've worn for several seasons and if you're careful with their clothes like actually dry clean it and also like any I have really cute pjs from there like these swan pajamas which is my number one pin on pinterest it's been like repinned like you know thousands of times uh if you wash things in the gentle cycle and you let it line dry you let them line dry you can kind of get more out of out of your forever 21 clothing and they're really careful don't know what line drying is that's kind of a city thing and that's kind of an east coast what, what thing but you just you have like the bar in your shower some and you put do, on some a people don't because i've been to some people's houses where like they just you know kind of just put their like laundry in another spot in their room or they like hang it over like the posts in their bed and i'm like but you don't what have it. yeah i would like you know what, like, one day I'm going to have a laundry room with a drying rack. Yeah, girl. But until then, I have this stupid thing in my shower. Right, that works. I mean, it's better than nothing. Wait, I, I mean, I have my laundry, as you know, out in my garage, which still is an ideal, but it's better than, like, nothing. Because yeah. Because I like having my own, like, laundry area. But, I No, mean, but, you know, it's like, you don't really 
need it. Like, a lot of people have laundry in their garage. True. Like, I don't think it's that. I guess I, don't, I only care when it's, like, today, 93 degrees. And, and it's hot. I don't want to be in there and it's hot. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't want to deal with this right now. But, no, I mean, I have a washer dryer in my apartment, but I still, like, anything that's, like, delicate, I just let mine dry in the bathroom. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But right. if you're careful with your clothing, like, you will get more abuse out of it. Like, yeah, it's no, not a very the, good tip. Like, if you take care of your clothing mm-hmm. and you, like you said, you put on the delicate cycle, if it needs to be dry clean, you take it to get dry clean or you pick up dry L and you dry clean it, like, in your actual oh, yeah. washer dryer. No, I like that. The, like, solution. Yes, for all clothes, whether it's designer, dry L is actually really good yeah, for things. Yeah, I use it for my clients all the time. I, I like, and I get the wool light one, dry cleaner seeker, because they don't always have dry out. Right. It's, I'm sure it's, it's the same, same idea. thing. Yeah, same idea. Um, no, I love those. It's just, like, sometimes you have to give your fast fashion, especially if it's something you really love. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean. Give it a little more extra attention. Like, fast fashion, like, you don't want it to go away fast. Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. You have to keep it, like, under control, like you said, with, like, the right delicate tip and making sure, like, it's clean correctly and that oh. you're not hard on it. And, and good hangers. It's and very yes, important agreed. to buy good hangers. Yeah. Um, Whether you're putting a trendy $5 piece on it or yeah. a $1,000 piece, like, the hanger still is important. Like, I don't use those free ones you get from the dry cleaner. Don't do that. What you should do no, is... Please don't. No. I, I throw them out immediately. I, I know it's like no more wire hangers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I you know what from Amazon? Amazon Basics has a box of these velvet hangers, and I think they're under twenty dollars. It's under maybe under thirty, and I just replaced all the hangers in my yeah, closet. I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of doing that right now. I just did it to my office, and next is there, my actual closet and my husband's closet. I think you can buy a box of a thousand on Amazon That's a really or maybe six hundred. Just like these velvet hangers, and also um, you don't really need them if you have good velvet hangers. But I still like old school padded hangers. Yeah, I mean those still work. I, you know, I don't laugh. I have a bunch from the ninety nine cent store. Of course you do. No, but you can get them at the ninety nine cent only or family or like any dollar store that's like near you. Um, you can, I mean, I bought, like, a package of three for a dollar, and I bought a bunch, and, like, you know what? They're not as well padded as, like, the fancy ones you buy from Amazon, totally. but honestly, they get the job done if you're careful. Again, like, if right. you take if care of your careful, stuff, yeah, agreed. those are those are fine, too, because it's hard sometimes to, like, replace, you know, to replace all of your hangers at once, um, but I, I don't know. I like fast fashion because... Sometimes you just want to buy yourself a little present or sometimes you just want to change it up and maybe it's not in your budget to buy something expensive or like frankly if I'm spending less money I'm just like oh I'll just pop in here like it's it's so yeah easy. it's easy and it's organic to you and you don't feel like you have to actually like really think you don't about have to really it like think about exactly. it exactly you can make a fast decision huh again no one intended but yeah you can make a fast decision with fast fashion if you're going to go into a Saks or a Chanel or something of that nature you're not going to go in there and go oh well at least not I wouldn't I know go in there for but we aspire but we aspire, we aspire to just to go in there and shop there yeah, as quickly as we shop like my amazing client yeah who goes in and just goes oh darling it's fabulous and buy it but I'm, and she's amazing but like for most of us you know, you can't do that. Even she actually considers when she's spending money because you're still spending money. So fast fashion makes it really easy that you can just walk in, you know, you need that shirt, you need a dress like that, you need those heels for Mm -hmm. your night out and you buy them and you don't think anything about it and it's usually no regrets. 
wears obviously designer fashion and things like that. You have to actually really think about maybe you leave, you go back. It's a whole process when you're actually shopping. But fast fashion makes it quick and easy. And like Amanda said, you can get trends without breaking the bank, which people always make the mistake. I have to say as a stylist and as a fashion expert, I tell my clients this all the time when I go into their closets and I help them revamp. Stop spending so much money on trends. Unless you are absolutely sure 180%. Unless you, you really love, have love, 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 yeah. love. Like say you love lace and that's the trend this year, but you will wear lace no matter what and you know, it goes out of style. Kudos to you because that's fine, but then keep it and, and rewear it. When I go in people's closets, one of my biggest pet peeves is stylist, and I see that they have spent so much money on like that perfect ballroom skirt because, you know, it's uh, Hermes that it's in or Oscar de la Renta or whatever. I'm like, no, because it's going to be gone next season. Like, don't do it. I do like a ballroom skirt, though. I know you do, but you also wouldn't spend expensive money on a ballroom skirt that's going to go away. No, I know. Unless it's something you want to continue to wear and wear and wear. I just know you, you wouldn't. Well, no, especially if, like, you have a lot of, like, formal events with yeah. different that's sort different. of people. That's different. a reason to have it, by all means. I'm talking about, like, everyday people no, that I go into I have, like, you, like, I and have I'm some like, tutus that, like, I never wear. I like, you. tutu dresses that are very, like, Carrie Bradshaw opening credits of Sex in the City. I love it. And, like, one is, I don't know where they're from. But I but, guarantee you, you still wear them every now and again, or you find an excuse to wear them. Like, I'm once a year. People, okay, but, yeah. But, but, but they were cheap, yeah. I'm saying, I walk into my clients' closets on the daily. Hundreds, and I, look, and I, I know. like... You spent so much money on all these trends because you wanted to look like, again, and no they're shade gone. of Vogue or, like, Cosmopolitan, but you look at the cover and you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to look like that. And then by the time you actually put that look together, like you just said, it's, it's gone. It's, it's done. It's over. So unless you're going to actually love that trend and constantly wear it, don't spend so much money on trends. Wait, I, I will say that. that enough. Like, truly. So best fashion I, is your best friend when it comes no, to that. But I will say this, though. So I bought a fake leather jacket from a faux leather jacket, from a vinyl jacket, (laughs) from Forever 21 many years ago. And it was so cute. And it was a copy of something that was very good. And, like, I wore it all the time. I was careful. But, like, it actually, the vinyl started to, like, chip. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, And so it was done. And I was really sad. And it was, I think it was, like. it was a very upsetting moment. It was so, let me tell you something. If there was a way to have that jacket remade, like, I would have paid good money to have them copy that style because it was gorgeous. So then I was like, okay, I have to replace this. Now, leather jackets are really expensive. They are. Um, Like, a good leather jacket is, I mean. At least a few hundred. I was easily. Oh, my God. Like, every one that I saw that I liked was, like, 1200 You you have expensive taste, my love. No, I know. (laughs) But here's something else. I don't need... To buy a real leather jacket. Like, I own... Okay, so when I lived in New York, I had, like, a very expensive Max Mara winter coat. Mm-hmm. And even though I haven't been there in years, it's super classic. Yeah, I and still it wear stays, it there. And guess what? It's in New York in season. And so every time you go back but, and it's cold, you know you can wear it. But, like, a shitty crop leather jacket. But, you know, like, normally... But it's weird because it is sort of a classic thing. Yes, but Agreed. I'm like, maybe I should own a good one. But you know what? I saw a leather bomber I loved also at Forever 21. And I'm like, you know what? I'm replacing a shitty jacket with another yeah. shitty jacket. I'm, I'm like, good with that. I don't have any problem with that. My problem is when people spend 
so much money on a trend that seriously is going to go away. Like I had a client last year who literally, you know, statement necklaces were such a thing. Hello, this year, now it's all about the delicates, okay? So you go one extreme to the other. I, I don't care. I still love statement That's fine. Necklaces. And you can wear them. And I'm good with that because that's, you love them. And again, you're not following the trend. I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with that. But when I go to my client's place and she spent so much money because she bought them at, you know, Kate Spade at top of the dollar and Saks and this and that. And I'm like, you spent how much on the statement necklace? And oh, I know. And now you're not even wearing them because you're like, well, they're not in trend anymore. I'm like, honey, don't do it. That's my point. If you're going to go for the trends and you really want to be quote unquote on trend and like look like what you think is, you know, the magazine look or whatever it is that's inspiring you, go and get fast fashion. Do yourself a favor because guess what? It's going to get thrown out. It's going to get shoved to the back of your closet and you're not going to be happy you spent those dollars. No, I, I agree. But it's, I think though that like, it's one of those things where like I used to only buy good things stuff that I would wear like every day and mm-hmm. now like I'm okay with like it was like a big deal like I really thought about like should I buy this forever 21 I know we're gonna end soon um you know should I really buy this because I am a big believer if you're gonna wear something a lot you should spend a lot of you should spend more money on it or you should spend I don't know I hate to say this like as much as you can on it as much as what works for you but sometimes it's kind of nice when things are disposable. Like even now, like with my cute fake leather bomber, my faux leather bomber, I'm kind of like, well, if this dies, it, That's my it dies. Right, exactly. I'm not saying you can't spend a lot, but my point is personally as a stylist, For certain things, certain things doesn't there's make no sense. reason to. It does not make sense at all. Um, yeah, so... I, don't, I think that's it for fast fashion. We're for it. We're not against it. Yeah. Um, which makes me think, you know, I have to you doing this. I have now thought of so many other topics we can talk so, about. So, yeah, so have I. I love it. And um, I want to hear people's comments and hear exactly. what, what they think we should talk about. So, can you leave us a nice review? Like, you listened to us for almost 40 minutes. Yeah, this was uh, a This was a long one. <laughs> can you please, like, just... Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Just click five stars and just say, this was really funny to listen to, or those girls are crazy, exclamation point. Yeah, we're okay with that. We're we're totally good with that. (laughs) Um, And tell us what you guys want to hear, like, for real. What do you hear? Or write on our Instagrams or Twitters. If you're following us, go follow us and check out, like, you know, all the links are below, but maybe you're driving. So, (laughs) Allie, what is your social media? Uh, so my social media is at Allie Levine Design, no S, just design, and it's across the board. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can find me, Allie Levine Design. And my website is AllieLevine.com, and if you want to hire me for styling in person or remote, as Amanda said, I do Skype, FaceTime, all that good stuff, bringing the Allie style to you, AllieLevineStyling.com. Allie wants to see what's inside your closet. I do. She wants to see the dead body. Just kidding. I'm horrible. Uh, I want to see the dead fashion, actually. The dead. She wants to see bad friends. Exactly. Um, so my social media is at It's Amanda Lauren on Insta and at Amanda Lauren No It's on Twitter. Um, Instagram, please verify me and give me my name. This is going to be like my pitch at the end of every, every podcast. Every podcast. I think well, you no, should until, until it happens. Until, happens. until it happens. Like, you should tweet Insta. You should tweet Insta. Jesus. Um, no, <laughs> you should let, you should all email Insta and tell them that I really need to get verified because this is getting old, boring, and uninteresting. Um, and my <laughs> blog. Hashtag first world problems. Hashtag first world problems. And my blog is. Is it's Amanda Lauren, ITS AmandaLauren.com. One day I will buy my domain name back. Yes, one day she will. Maybe you can give it back to her, please, from the person in Canada. 
right? Please this mark here's in black. That's the guy's name, I think. Yeah, so please, I give, it. please give it back. Um, can I please have my domain back? It's totally annoying. But anyway, but you're not annoying. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening. Yeah, we, we love hope you. you guys had fun. We love you. Um, we're wait, excited to do more of this. We're excited to do more of these. Wait, what's our sign-off? We, oh, we decided that it's like... Like, actually, because <laughs> we say that a lot. Bye.